Hi everyone, this is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to a very special Manxgiving edition of A Date with Dateline. Happy Manxgiving! Happy Manxgiving! I really wish that there was a Manxgiving song we could sing. I, there isn't. There, it was is there a Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving song? Not that I know of. I feel like there's fake songs that maybe are made up for commercials. Like, giving thanks, it's the time of year. Around the table with those you hold dear. Things like that. It sounds like you're about to go, come by a Ford dealership it is. today. After your belly is filled with turkey, you can come and get a different kind of key at Ford. <laughs> Trucks for life and Ford. Trucks for family. <laughs> that's exactly what that's trademark. Yes. David Taylor, yes. don't steal it, Ford. All the Ford don't. execs that listen to our podcast, I don't want them to steal that. No um, jingle writer has reached out to us yet and said, Do you guys want to come work for me? And that hurts my feelings. That's a shame. Because we've certainly done more than a demo here. Oh, yeah. We should put them all together. Yeah. All of like the jingles that we've done together. Aaliyah, I'm putting you on it because oh. you're you've been re-listening. But she's and, busy. No, she likes to send me her favorite moments so I can capture them and okay. put them online. Aaliyah, think about putting together all the jingles in a reel so we can send it to Sony or Warner Music and try to get signed. No, I don't. That's not who I think. No, I think it's like the local like liquor store might so hire us. So we can send it to KTLA and get signed. To TV, KTLA. Yeah, they're local TV, right? Morning shows. No, they have advertisers that are local. Yeah, those are the news. They don't hire jingle writers. I don't know who hires jingle writers. Who hires jingle writers? Companies that have products to sell. Oh, so like we literally have to send it to the Seven Eleven on the corner, but just this chain. No, like an advertising company. Like a marketing company. Yes. Hmm. Do you know any marketing companies? No, like a marketing agent maybe send would send our reel out to different people and then we'd meet with them and then we would pitch them our idea for our jingle and then that company might decide to go with us. Got it. So this is we're looking for a company called like Schuster and Lestman. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah. Let's get into this episode. We're th- Oh, w- let's say what we're thankful for besides Mank. No, really, it's just Mank. It's we're really so just thankful. Mank. And especially I'm thankful that you picked this episode because we're going on a Mankcation. Yeah. And that made me really happy. Yep. So we chose to do a Kimberly's Favorite for... We just basically chose to do a special episode this week because we wanted something where Mank is just... He's always at his finest, but this is a particularly good mank-filled episode, and he's in paradise. I got two tickets to mankudice. We've got two mankies in paradise. Maybe mank is there with his brother. Okay, there, there he is. Um, also, we needed to record early because of the holiday, so we had to pick a repeat. That's really, but we definitely wanted to pick a mankey. Yes. So, and I had not seen this mankey. And I found it, and I was like, yes, Mankey with no hanky, but Mankey. Sans hanky. Mankey sans hanky, Mankey in khaki. Okay, I like it. He's in a lot of pastels and a lot of khaki in this episode. I'm here for it. Yeah. It's all good. So this is it's called Missing in Paradise, 
December 2nd, 2011. Oh, we're thankful for the listeners, too. I should say that. This is the most jointed opening we've ever done. Yeah, I'm going to have to cut. This is going to take me 35 minutes to cut and no, paste. It's fine. Just leave it. They they know what they're getting into. Thank Season you. Season 20. Oh, we're still, <laughs> you see, we're still thank you listeners. Thank you, listeners. We thank you, you, new listeners, for checking us out. Who have now turned it off by now. We've only just been singing for seven minutes now. They're like, thought thought this was a Dateline episode. I think that you're missing the point of what we're singing is something called a hook. So we're hooking them in uh-huh. with the tunes. Yeah. I don't think it hooked anyone. <sighs> Season 20, episode 13. This is a Dateline like no other, seriously. For real. I was thrilled. I skipped ahead to see if I wanted to do this episode. And then I saw not one, not two... Four very special guest stars and a roundtable discussion. A roundtable discussion. Has to play Peacemaker. Oh my it's like the craziest. This is like people from other shows that I watch are coming on. Uh-huh. We have return characters. Mm-hmm. We have. It's so exciting. There's. Let's get into it. Yeah, it's great. Also, everyone, go go watch it. Google it and watch the videos. It's in six parts. It's a great episode. It's a great episode. And also we're following following an emotional journey, which is Mank's clothing reflecting his relaxation mode on vacation beginning. Like he starts in one place and as the scenes go, he progressively gets more and more vacation mode. I see that. And so it's a journey. It's like George Costanza where he dresses according to mood. And also, this, good for you for picking up on that. This is Morning Mist. Look at you. I know. I don't even know fashion. He starts off in a button down with the buttons, at least two buttons undone lower than he normally would. Am I right? Let's tell people where we are. Oh, we're in Aruba. So uh, that seems unbelievably appropriate for the setting. Yes. If you had been all buttoned up, I'd be like, loosen up, Mank. So yeah. good for you. But there are going to be women swooning. There will be swooning. Aruba is the perfect place for a getaway. And also a murder. They don't say that. There's a beautiful blonde. Robin Gardner is this beautiful blonde. Mm-hmm. Her BFF, as Mink calls it, because he's super hip. Yes, he also, is. this episode is in 2011. So also, it's just, it's baby Mink. It's just. Yeah. Is it too? Th- I was wondering what year it was. Thank you. It just becomes important later because I couldn't. Fi- I was trying to figure out a timeline and I needed to know what year we were in. So thank you. Yeah. Right. Her BFF says she was a cool chick and a free spirit. She had a steady boyfriend named Richard. They met on Match.com. Surprisingly, that is not where this story goes to hell. Do free so, spirits have boyfriends named Richard? No, not usually. So she, this was the like the maybe one sensible part of her life. Do free spirits more have boyfriends named Dane? Yes. Dash? That's Dash. So she also had another tattoo of a Latin phrase, if I can't move the earth, then I'll raise hell. Then I'll raise hell. Because that oh, will move the earth. Oh, then I'll earth. raise hell because that will move the earth. That will move the earth. I think that's where they're going. I think it's a good, that's that's a cool tattoo. Uh, so Robin had thousands of dollars worth of hair extensions in her long blonde hair. Is that how much they cost? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me that. So I wrote thousands in hair. What? Why? 
Um, if people don't know out there, I wear hair extensions of the clip-in variety because I have mm. not very much hair. And so I clip it in the back and, okay, mis- that, the mystery's revealed. There you go. Yeah, everyone um, was wondering. I'm sure they were. Where did she get that luscious long hair? Um, it's not mine, is the answer. So I buy it on eBay <laughs> and sometimes Amazon. And I once purchased it on AliExpress, which I would not recommend purchasing hair from AliExpress. No. But eBay is all right. If we thought those shoes smelled bad. Oh my gosh. Just like chemicals. Like, like chemicals. A, but like they were in a chemical fire. Like. like not just like, like they were forged in a vat yeah. of chemicals. Wait. But the hair that I buy costs approximately, I will not spend more than $45 on it. So I don't even thousands thousands it's virgin hair from a 13 year old why is why a 13 year old it- princess from elsa it's elsa's magical princess it is hair. it's a nordic icelandic princess because they're blonde but why are they thousands and i'm guessing it's partially the installation but it's thousands? i don't know maybe well that's I have, a lot i have questions for the friend oh do you think the friend was overcharging her i here I have questions. The BFF come later. I don't think so. Maybe that's how much they charge in that salon in Bethesda, Maryland, not in New York City, and not in Los Angeles. Yeah, I have questions. Is I it hard try- to get hair in Bethesda? Mm. It's not no. because you can order it from eBay. So. It has to be like when you get a surrogate and. Um, you like have a surrogate raised like having your baby and then you watch everything they eat and like give them their vitamins and take them to their doctor's appointments there's like a person who's growing your head of hair for you and you get to watch them for like three years you get to um give them all their food and inject them with b12 and vitamin c they're like veal i was gonna say it's like the fancy cow meat it's the wagyu beef Yes, okay, and then that is, and then the hair is finally cut off at the end of the time period, and then it cut. That's the only way that makes sense to me. It was just shocking. I'm just going to say that's a lot for hair, for those who are out there that don't know. I didn't know, but it still seemed like a lot. It's a lot. But, so she, okay, so she lost her job at the dental office where she worked. She needed to decide what to do next, so she went on vacation, which I loved. Treat yourself. I think that's the right thing to do. I like her, yeah. She goes on a four-day vacation without her boyfriend. Now, she tells her boyfriend she's visiting her parents in Florida. All parents seem to move to Florida. How does Florida hold all these parents? It's warm. Oh, I just figured out how. How? Because they die? Yeah. Oh, that's dark. Yeah. (laughs) That's, That's really dark. Yeah. So that's where we're going tonight. This very special Thanksgiving. Now, he... Okay, so the boyfriend gets a Facebook message from Robin saying that her family had surprised her with a trip to Aruba. And he was like, okay. But she's not calling him. She's just, like, sending Facebook messages. And it's very strange. And then the next day at 2 a.m., he gets another message on Facebook saying, this sucks. And he writes, like, what's going on? What's up? He doesn't hear back from her until that afternoon. And he gets it. She says, I got your messages. I love you. I care about you. We'll sort it all out when I get home. So at that point, did she tell him? 
No. Tell him what? What, like what she's actually doing there? No. Then why'd she say, well, I'll sort it all out when I get home? Exactly. Weird. Are you sure she didn't tell? I'm positive. Okay. They had, I think, been having a rough spot in one article I read, but Dateline didn't say that. They were having a rough spot. But it's very mysterious. So he's very concerned at what's going on. The next day, he reaches Robin's brother, who said, a Reuben author- A Reuben? A Rubian. A Reuben sandwich. Authority. Yeah, authorities had called them saying she's missing at sea. Oh, boy. Um, 48 hours after she arrived in Aruba, she was missing. And the boyfriend also finds out from the brother that she was in Aruba, not with her family, but with her friend Gary Giordano. And he knew who Gary was because it was a friend of hers who she hung out with all the time, but said that it was her gay friend. And he's like, what's going on? Like, why did she lie to me? But he's just concerned that she's missing and he just wants to find her. Gary, meanwhile, in Aruba, tells the police that they drove to a beachy restaurant. They're on the security cameras there. Then he took her to an isolated spot called, I believe, Mankey Beach. Is it Mankey Beach? Which I was like, does Mankey have his own beach? Mankey? Do you own your own beach? That's pretty cool. Is that how cool you are and you just never mentioned it? You you are that cool, aren't you? He is that cool. That's why he's getting out his island wear. It's his no, own No, because beach. then we find out that that beach is... No. But I thought they were supposed to go to Baby Beach, which I was... Ba- baby Beach, I kept thinking of Baby Beluga for some reason. Oh. Remember that song? Yeah. No, Baby Beach, I kept thinking of, like, is that where you go to... Make a baby? Yeah, like that's where the drink originated was baby beach. Maybe. So they're snorkeling. Maybe baby. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Oi. They're snorkeling and the water was rough and she disappeared. Then there's security footage of him trying to find her. We will get to that later. Yes, we will. Police send divers into the water, which I have not seen an underwater search party very recently. Mm-hmm. I do love a search party when it's mm-hmm. underwater. And it was intensive. Better. It was an intense search party. I love it. Yeah. Um, but they don't find anything. Mm-hmm. Now, her BFF said Robin would never go snorkeling because of her thousands of dollars of hair extensions, which makes sense now that I know that they're that much money. But can you go in the water with hair extensions? Well, at this point is when I, I realized could. I didn't get it because before when they said she had thousands of dollars of hair extension, I'm thinking that's accumulative. That over the years, she has spent thousands of dollars on her hair, which I kind of get because every time if you're going to the salon and it's like 400, sure, that would add up to thousands pretty quick if you've been doing it for a few years. But that is not what her friend, the BFF no, says. She's like, she just spent thousands of dollars she on her hair. She just spent a couple grand on her hair. And I get, and that, I paused it and I was yeah. like, she just spent a couple grand. Yeah. A rent payment. Get the clip-ins. Yeah. No, Clip it she's, in. She's a fancy girl. She was. I know. I'm jealous. I mean, Not I, I'm a little all of us jealous. live at the 99 cent store having encounters every week. Sorry, that was mean. <laughs> so we meet the Solicitor General of Aruba. Is his name Taco? His name is Taco, and then his last name is Stein. Is he a, a Hispanic Jew? What's, What's happening? Going, but he's he very fancy. He's very, like, professional. I liked him. 
Yeah, I did too. I am Mrs. Senior Solicitor General Stein. <gasps> Taco is my husband. I would like that. Especially if he's not corrupt, but it would be a little better if he was corrupt. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. Yeah. You lived in a big, you know. Compound. Hacienda. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now Mankey has progressed further to be casual and beachy, but still a news journalist. Yeah. He's now wearing a light blue polo shirt. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting to see a little more of the gun show. I call that baby blue on baby beach. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Perfect. But he still has a collar. So he's still like, I'm still respectable. I'm asking the questions here. It's a crisp blue polo. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. So the uh, Solicitor General said the water was not rough at all. There were no waves or anything. So mm-hmm. he doesn't know why Gary is saying this, that the water was rough and she drowned. Hmm. And at this point, we learn that Aruba is part of the Netherlands. Did we know that? Okay, so I've got a map pulled up of Aruba for those of us who are geographically challenged. Um, I didn't know where it was. So I looked it up. How is it part of the Netherlands? What does the Netherlands own? Because this is right, it's right above Venezuela, below the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico. Maybe it's a colonization thing. Are we being dumb? Maybe. Apologies for being dumb, everyone. But that was an interesting fact and I didn't know it. And I maybe should have faked it and pretend like, oh yeah, you didn't know? If I was a bad friend, I would have done that. repeatedly the only way I know what the Netherlands are is because of that Seinfeld bit. So they just own this territory. Then who are the Dutch? (laughs) (laughs) That's how the Seinfeld clip ended if we were to play it right now. So the police try to arrest Gary, or they, it's a, because there, I guess, in Aruba, you can just arrest someone because you're suspicious of them. If you have suspicions, you can yeah. keep them in jail. That's because so, that's the rule in the Netherlands, where they have zero crime. There you go. If you're suspicious, you probably did it because nobody commits crimes there. That's true. I've heard that. So Gary is already at the airport, and the ticket agent at the airport asked where his traveling companion was, and Gary said she took a later flight, which they thought was very suspicious, but I don't think it's that suspicious because I think I would lie too. Like, I don't want to get into it. I lie when people ask me what I do for a living. I don't say I work several part-time jobs, and I have a podcast, and I cross-stitch bad words, um, because that leads to way more follow-up questions and i yeah. don't want to talk to people i'm not in the mood this is why Stop you need to make up questions. a fake job or you need to learn a little bit of a foreign language so you can just start speaking in that language that's a good idea maybe dutch that's that's there's that this, the this would be a good this would be a good way to go about that also when we meet gary <laughs> when we meet gary can you see him just dismissing the the person working at the airport I can see yeah. him just being like, no, she's taking a later flight. Just yeah. totally dismissing it. That seems very... Very Gary, as very much as Gary. we've seen of him so far, which is not at all, really. Uh, it's enough. It's a, Yeah, just from the picture. Then there's the money. Gary mm-hmm. had taken an insurance policy out on Robin worth one and a half million dollars if she died accidentally. And he would get that money. He's the sole beneficiary. Wait, like, what? When do... So if she dies on accident, 
he Why gets... would a friend take a poly... It makes no sense. It makes sense the... later, but right it now it makes no sense. It does. But right I, now it makes no sense. I have no some sense. information on it because oh, I plan I on too. doing it to you. So, so... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Orlando, right? That's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take full advantage. So only two days after she's missing, when he's still in Aruba, he starts calling asking about how he can get this money. Well, he's still in Aruba. He's calling and asking about the money. That so they arrest him and they hold him. And when they bring him in, he has like a striped blue and white shirt draped over his head, carrying a giant trash bag. That's when he's coming out. They didn't get him going in. All the footage we see is him coming out. Because you can tell by he loses. There's so a, is that the shirt that someone gave him to wear out of prison? And I'm then inside was his prison. St- I saw something orange in the back. Yeah, Do they I'm wear ass- orange there? I'm, I don't know, but I'm assuming that that shirt is what he wore into prison. Like when he was leaving oh, in the airport, he was wearing that same. blue and white. Sh- Although he yeah. had lost all that weight, they said. That's why I'm saying it's when he's coming out. Okay. Because of the way he looked when he came out. So Gary was a successful businessman in Maryland. And guess what? He wasn't even gay. He met Robin through an online dating site. They were actually seeing each other casually, maybe not romantically, maybe romantically, for like a year. And she didn't tell her boyfriend. Uh. What kind of... Uh. Did you... Do you think it's a different kind of baby? Oh... Well, because we get varying descriptions of the site, and I don't like that because it changes over the episode. We'll get to it later. So it it led me to questions. I'm not judging. I have questions because their relationship seemed odd. To sugaring, you're trying. You're talking about sugaring. I'm I'm talking around sugaring very care mm-hmm. carefully, and you right. just barreled through it like right. just slammed through that gate. Yeah, that's, that's fine. what I do. So, <laughs> oh the yeah, FBI like the Kool Aid man. Yes, <laughs> the FBI is looking into him. He had a nasty divorce. There are allegations of abuse, and after he got divorced, he has two different restraining orders against him from two women that he dated. Uh, Robin said that he was aggressive and verbally abusive. Before the Aruba thing, she had agreed to go on a cruise with him. But Richard, the boyfriend, had found out and said, I don't want you to go, even though he thought that Gary was gay. And so Robin backed out of the cruise. And he Gary sent her all these texts saying he was going to ruin her life and tell everyone what an A-W-H word that she That's, was. Yeah, you don't and, go. I'm sorry. If anybody ever calls you that, ladies... You Walk don't away. go anywhere, anywhere with, that with them. Don't get no. in their car. No. Don't go on a train with them. No. If anyone ever An calls you the WH word, no. no or a plane. No, definitely not a plane. A go kart. No car. Golf no cart, vehicles. Don't no, get no in transport. With them. Yeah. No. So three months after this, she agrees to go to the go to Aruba with him. Hmm. Uh. The woman with the golden hair is now missing. Um, Anna had a question on uh, Twitter. She asked if Dateline only describes the victim's hair color when they're blonde. She, I think, was feeling like she said she was a biased brunette who felt like they only bring it up when it's like a beautiful blonde with blonde hair and blue eyes or an all-American girl with blonde hair. No, and generally- Kim Kim agreed. No, because I think generally if they're brunette, they're sophisticated or classy. They have really good descriptors for a brunette. And then usually they'll do it. They'll definitely do it for redheads. 
They'll definitely oh, they do, do say the auburn-haired or the fiery hair. Yeah, they'll definitely do it. No, I can see they do it. They pick a feature. They'll be like the green-eyed so-and-so had been blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, they just go with whatever feature people are talking about the most. And clearly we're talking about her hair the most. So Well, that's true. Robin is now missing and there's no body. And it's very similar to the Natalie Holloway case who she also disappeared in Aruba. Uh, remember Joran Vandersloot. I do remember Joran Vandersloot. So what have you heard about the Natalie Holloway case? Have you listened to a lot of podcasts on it? Because I think I've listened to like five. No, I haven't. Oh, it's kind of fascinating. I mean, I've seen like a couple TV specials. It does make a lot of sense. Some of the stuff that happens in this case is definitely that government came under a lot of fire. Yeah. That yeah, police definitely. force did. Yes. So now they're going full force at this case. Like It's another blonde disappeared. Yeah. They're like, we're not going to lose another blonde American. Not on yeah. our watch. Yes. So the police start to really dig into it, including doing a reenactment of Gary and Robin's last movements with hired actors, which really made me, I don't know, it made me laugh. Like, they have them walk by the, where the restaurant was, but that's all on security cameras, so we don't really need to see it to see, like, that the timeline's matched up. And they have the actress wearing the same dress as Robin. Also seems like an extraneous detail that, like, seemed like... A little overkill, but they're really trying. No, like, they to have show to. that they're doing no, something. No, they have to. They're this is really bad. Doing Blondes will not come back to Aruba. They have yeah. to. They have to keep their blonde tourism is a lot of yeah. money. <laughs> yes. So the police guy tells Mank that a lot of his story didn't add up. A lot of Gary's story didn't add up. Mm -hmm. He lied about. Then he says he lied about the waves. He lied about the current. He lied about the wind. So really, just that. That's kind of just one thing, though. That's just the that, water. He that's lied just about the, the water ocean. issue. That's not like other things about the story that didn't add up. But how would you know about the current? How would you be? Would you be able to track the tide? That they do, right? They track tides at certain times to know when there's. But isn't there always undercurrents under in water? Yeah, but usually I don't know how, here there if there's lifeguards and they have signs up of what the current and surf is like at a lot of beaches so so they do probably I, know at the it. beach right next door people would have been aware of it i would think although this was like a separate beach but it was very close to it but different inlets probably have different wave patterns or currents i guess i don't really know how it works but yeah, yeah they i mean they asked a bunch of people too they asked a ton of suspects who were on that other beach next door so on Baby Beach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But they were busy. Getting busy. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire. You're shooting blanks. Um, the <laughs> I'm sorry. So this is where the episode takes a turn. Into yes, crazy pants land for me. Mm -hmm. Because Mank says that Dateline's unsolved case squad is gonna get involved and i was like what what all caps all underlined ca oh, look on all my caps it's mark. all caps next sentence how do we join how what i wrote this how can we join <laughs> why have i never seen this before why have they not been on since how have we never well heard about this before how can we join? Are there uniforms? Do you have secret code words? Yes, it's they like do. the All Illuminati. The 
Yeah. I was so excited. The D-U-C-S. The Ducks. That's the 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 Ducks. The Ducks. And I want to join so badly, but I don't think I'm worthy to join. I just, I need my therapist. So um, if I can jump into a better help app right now. You're just going to leave everyone hanging about the ducks. All right. I am. That's fine. If you're stressed because Dateline has just informed you that there's potentially a squad that you haven't been invited to join, even though it took place eight years ago and they don't, they didn't know you then. Um, and they probably wouldn't even ask you if they did know you. That's we right. have an offer that might help. BetterHelp offers counseling with a licensed therapist within the privacy and safe space of your own home. You can confidentially text, chat, phone, or video with a counselor. BetterHelp has counselors that are specialized in anxiety, depression, sleeping problems, trying to deal with the shock that is manky and island wear, whatever. If you don't like your counselor for any reason, you can switch at no additional charge. It is also very affordable, and our listeners get Get 10% off your first month with discount code Dateline. So go to betterhelp.com forward slash Dateline. You fill out the questionnaire. They pair you with the counselor. It's really easy. You just go to betterhelp.com forward slash Dateline. Enter the discount code Dateline. If you've just come back from a vacation in hell in Aruba, BetterHelp will help you unpack your baggage. Oh. <gasps> You didn't even need me, and you just gave me a smirk. Like, you know you nailed it. I just dropped the mic. So somebody's shooting blanks around here, and somebody's firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say pew. who's who. Pew. No, pew, well, pew. That... Pew. Pew. <laughs> pew. Good job, double guns. All right. Keep it blazing. What else you got? So... Now I've lost my place. I got, so now back to back to I the got ducks. Cocky. So we're gonna yeah you did with the like not e- it's not even double guns you did like a full firing range with that. I okay. did. Okay, so back to the squad that I'm yeah. so unreasonably excited about, and I'm so glad that you are too. Mm-hmm. There is Dwayne Stanton, a retired homicide detective. He investigated the Chandra Levy case. So the next one in the squad, yes, is. My favorite, Yolanda McCrary, who is the badass crime scene investigator from Cold Justice. You might recognize her from that little show with Kelly Siegler. Um, She also apparently was a model for a character on CSI Miami, which you did not know. So it's the Mark Mark Helgenberger? Mark Helgenberger character. Gerger? Helgenberger? Stop adding syllables. I think it's... Heldenberg, right? Helgenberg. I think it's it's Helgenberger, I think. I, this is where I insert me saying it correctly in <laughs> editing, and you never know. And I've said it correctly, and then I get all the, the glory, except nobody ever says anything. Okay. I Good like job, it. Katie. Yay, Katie. Um, <laughs> I just really want to know from Yolanda, are you and Kelly still friends? What's going on? Are you ever coming back to the show? Wait, she is went, this after she left, she the, left show. the show? But yeah, is this not. filmed after she left the show? No, this was filmed in 2011. Had she left the show already? No, the show wasn't even on in 2011. Oh. So you're asking a a real-time question. I'm asking her now if she's listening. Yolanda, I love you. (laughs) What's going on in your life? I know you retired from the show to be more with your family. Is that going well? Do you want to come back to my television? 
because I would like it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure that did it. Um, That's all she needed, that little push. I thought so. She just needed to know someone cared. Yeah. So Wayne and Yolanda make the drive an hour away from the hotel to the restaurant where they went to that day. And at some point during the lunch, Gary goes out to the car and puts something in a blue cup. It's at this point that I'm going to bring up the name of the restaurant. Okay. It's called the Rum Reef. That sounds about right. So if you're having lunch at the Rum Reef, how many drinks are you having and how strong do you think the drinks are at the Rum Reef in Aruba on the beach? So you're implying they are watered down and so he's going to his car to put alcohol in it. I'm implying that they have been drinking most of the day before they go snorkeling. He is trying to make it seem like they had a drink at lunch. And I'm trying to say that a drink at lunch is a huge punch bowl sized bowl of rum. So All what does that have to do with together. what when he went to his car with the blue cup? That they're like day drinking. That that's definitely alcohol. They're like drinking through the day. Right. But what did he go to his car with the cup for? I don't know. He said that, that it was just juice, but it definitely wasn't because they were already drinking. So why would you just stop drinking after lunch? You're just drinking your way through your vacation, right? Yeah. And she doesn't definitely. like him that much. So he's trying to keep her plied so that she is nicer to him. I don't think anyone said they weren't drinking. I was f- assuming they were drinking. No, but he's trying to say that there's punch in the blue cup. Yeah. Ju- but no, no one bought that for a second, Gary. Gin and juice. Yes. <laughs> But the police think there might have been drugs that he put something in her drink. At yeah, some that's point a good point. To make her drown. Then, for some reason, they go not to popular baby beach that is steps away, but to a remote rocky beach. Mm-hmm. And Wayne and Yolanda are standing there, like how talking about how remote it is and how Wayne could attack Yolanda and no one would see them or hear them. On Cold Justice, they do these reenactments all the time. And Kelly and or Yolanda would get down literally on the floor in their like nice pantsuits or on a dirty old mattress and pretend that they're the victim. And then one of the guys that's with them would pretend to beat them over the head with like a frying pan. And then the camera would get all like, shh, like it would freeze and then go like in sl- and it would like flash, like very dramatic. Oh. It was my favorite part of the show. Did it. this make you uncomfortable with them on the rocky beach? And when he grabbed Yolanda's arm, I was like, don't you put hands on her? No, because I've seen Cold Justice so many okay. times and she loves getting into it. Like, But it's stuff that doesn't really need necess- – like sometimes it is, like the position of the body matters. But sometimes it's like, okay, so he shot her and she fell to the floor. And, and Kelly will be like, okay, so pretend to shoot me. So then he pretends and then she falls to the floor. And like we didn't really need to see that. Like we know that that's what happened. I get it. Yeah, it wasn't that important to the story, but it's still dramatic. Gotcha. So Dwayne – checks out the security footage of Gary looking for Robin. And I put looking in all quotes. And mm-hmm. I did little air rabbits. Because this is some BS looking that I've... Holy. Were you unimpressed as I was with his looking? Well, we don't see... We get to see longer and longer snippets of it. And it was not until the last time we see it that I realized that he's drunk. Mm. Because he's kind of like nonchalantly like knocking on the door. He sort of like is hitting it. As he's walking, and I'm like, that's a drunk hit. Yeah. He's he's drunk still. Yeah. 
And then he goes and like sort of bangs on the other door and just sort of wanders away. But literally he's not running because he's and then walks away before anyone could possibly answer the door. Like he's not even waiting to hear for, for someone. So it also makes me think, are you guys like, did he give both of them drugs? Did he, was he like, let's do snorkeling on hallucinogens or like <laughs> something to like intensify going to see the fishies? Like, is that what happened here? And is this like, that? I don't know. But because honestly, it's a weird, that's the only thing that I can think of why he wouldn't be running. Well, I think he's running. He's not running because he killed her. So he's not, doesn't. And does not know that he's on camera. Because he's, to me, it was more like he's doing that mall walking. Not like the mall oh, walking, yeah. like my mom would do like power walking to get he's her steps in. He's not power in. walking. He yeah, is no. doing that where you're wandering from one store to another with no real purpose in your steps. You're kind just of. sort of That's what there. I'm saying. He's like, kind of like slapping at the door and then he goes and yeah. hits the other door it's and just sort of wanders away he like, is it's no way too casual motive behind each no step. urgency no if urgency. he were an actor i would say what's your motivation you have none you're just yeah. kind of there it's almost like when you eat a really big meal and then you wander out to your car after from the restaurant and you're kind of like floating like a blob from one side to the other just to shuffling it's the food coma walk Slash drunk hallucinogen to see the fishies. Maybe not. Okay, so maybe he just ate too much. He's shirtless, which makes sense because he went snorkeling just now. But is he oh, wet? He doesn't appear to be wet, and he's also wearing um he is wearing tennis shoes and socks, which I found really odd because I assumed he went in the water snorkeling and then in his rush to find her took the time to put on his socks and shoes, which I was like, those must be some amazing socks that you take the time to put those on when your girlfriend is just drowned and you need to get help ASAP. They must be Bombas socks is all I'm going to say. Oh, what's Bombas socks? Because Bombas is the amazing sock that also gives something back. You guys, holiday shopping can feel like an unsolvable mystery inescapable lines, different stores, full parking lots. But this year, Bombas has made holiday gifting frighteningly easy. Spooky. So socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. And one of the coolest aspects of Bombas socks, besides their Bombas designs and fit, Mm. you're welcome, are that for every pair of socks that you buy, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Oh, I love that. Oh, it's really cool. The socks are soft. They're built with extra cushioning. So whether you're walking the dog or just lying around at home or wandering around a beach looking for someone you killed, you'll still be comfortable. (laughs) Fake looking for someone you killed. It gives you the spring in your step to look like you're concerned on the (laughs) security footage. Apparently so. So I ordered a bunch of different pairs of socks from Bombas. I got some for Oliver, who's actually kind of particular about socks. Ooh. And the first thing that he noticed is, you know that toe seam along the top of socks that most yeah. socks have? Bombas doesn't have it. They're wow. smooth across the top of your foot. Oh my god. Which is really, really nice. Smooth toed. And they have this line of, now I'm a big fan of cashmere socks. I know that sounds super fancy, but I really like my feet to be warm and soft. And I've only ever had one pair of cashmere socks, but I saw that Bombas makes merino wool socks. They're like magic. They're better than cashmere because... They like naturally are moisture wicking and they're never itchy. 
So they mm-hmm. still feel super soft. They're really, really nice. So it's a great gift for someone in your life that really cares about their feet and that really cares about giving back to the community. This is a fantastic gift. Yay, Bombas. Right now, go to bombas.com slash date dateline and get 20% off any purchase during their big holiday sale. Ooh. Started November 18th, so it's right now, guys, through December 5th. Go to B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash date dateline for 20% off. Bombas.com slash date dateline. Doesn't Bombas sound like an island song that like goes bombus, along with this bombus, episode? Bombas, 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 Bombas. don't go in the water, Bombas. Don't get killed by your partner. Bombas. <laughs> Thank you, Bombas. Check them hey, out, Bombus. guys. So p- the police wonder... Since no one actually saw them swimming, could he actually have killed her and disposed of her body somewhere else? Which would be very smart because they're all searching the beach. But the police then think of this and then they start searching out in out of the beach in the wild brush. And Yolanda looks like freaking Jane of the Jungle mm-hmm. in her earth tones. And I love it. How much do you don't watch Cold Justice? Did you love her as much as I love her? You probably no, we don't get see her for that long. I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh. I liked her because she's part of this illustrative squad. So I, I like her. I liked both of them. You got to watch her on Cold Justice, the earlier seasons with her and Kelly. Okay, she's, I will. It's so good. So Mank then interviews Wayne and Yolanda about their findings, but not in chairs in a sparsely decorated room as no. is wont to do on Dateline. This is Aruba. He's interviewing them on the beach. Yes. Dwayne thinks that Gary and Robin never went snorkeling, that he killed her and hid her body somewhere else. Now, Mank is wearing a pink polo shirt because he's getting even more relaxed every Mm -hmm. time we see him. Mm -hmm. He sits down with Gary's lawyer, again, not in a conference room or whatever, but on a patio overlooking the beach. I think they're at Rum Reef. I think think they're at the Rum Reef patio. I think Mank owns every spot in Aruba. Yeah, I think it's also probably a fancier place than Rum Reef. It's probably the captain's quarters or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Now, Gary's lawyer. Oh, boy. Okay. So when I said there were four very special guest stars, I kind of meant three very special guest stars and one sort of poop star. And one sort of pompous airbag So his lawyer is none other than Jose Baez, who represented Casey Anthony and got her off. Now, I can't think if that's like a brilliant move to hire the person who got off Casey Anthony because she got off. So maybe that's, oh, he's a great lawyer. Or does it associate you with someone who everyone knows is guilty but got off? So then you automatically look more guilty. That is exactly what I said. If you want to seem innocent, why in the world would you hire him? Because he's known for getting off a pretty clearly guilty woman. And then do you want to know who he went on to defend after that? Who? Aaron Hernandez. And guess who else he just represented this past year? Oh, what's his name? Um, Who committed suicide? No, not that. Jeff. uh, Kind of just that bad. Just that bad. Equal par. Who? Harvey Weinstein. He represented Harvey Weinstein, but he quit. He defended him and then he quit because 
he did not want to represent him anymore. How bad of a guy must Harvey Weinstein be that you can represent Casey Anthony for like years? But then when you do Harvey for like a couple months, you're like, I have to leave. Life's too he's short. Not, because he's not going to win. He's not going to lose. Yeah, and he likes to win. Yeah, he cl- very Jose. clearly likes to win. He's also very clearly a good lawyer. I'm going to say that. Uh, but he's not his main lawyer. He said he's on the team. So they have retained him for show or for whatever they need him for. But he's not the main lawyer. He's just on the team. Jose Baez is like a show pony now. He's like written yeah. books. I think right. he was on a show. I think he was on a show where he was like the judge. And it was like a late night. It Not a late night. Like a prime time show. And there were like cases and he was the judge. That's how... Is it called You Be the Judge? Something like that. Or is it, my name is Judge. My name is Judge. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the William Hung Band. Um, (laughs) No, it's the William Hung Jury. Sorry, the William Hung Jury. What is it? That didn't make any sense. Court with Judge Reinhold. What is it called? Court. Mock trial. Mock trial with with Jane Reinhold. And then. um, They don't say judge. And they're like, oh, I should probably say judge in it. And he's wearing like the skinny robe. Yeah. Because he can't he feels like it's more slimming. Yeah. Watch so, Arrested Development. This is yeah. just one big ad for Arrested Development. Yeah. That's what our podcast has turned mm-hmm. into. I'm not ashamed of it. Okay. So Jose says that she drowned. And the news outlets are sensationalizing the story. But he also says that uh, Gary and uh, Robin met on a website for swingers. And I was like... Who's sensationalizing the story, Jose? Swingers. Media or you? Because Daylight didn't tell us that it was a swingers website, which now I'm thinking, what kind of a website was it? Because I don't believe you, Jose. And now, Dateline, are you trying to be nice? And, like, because... That's possible. Again, I'm not going to... Robin, you do you. But it seemed like you had a nice boyfriend. Yeah, it does. What I think Mm -hmm. happened is she went on that website before she met her boyfriend and she couldn't shake Gary. Yeah. I think what's happening here is she can't get rid of him because he starts sending her nasty texts. And I think she just kind of made a mistake with him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a bigger mistake by actually going away with him. And then a bigger mistake. And maybe she was trying to cut it off and be like, this is our last trip. Like, I'm I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm going to marry my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I'm going to marry. Richard is the one. Well, some people think that she had not been leading him on but he had always had the wrong impression that they were more than friends and that he, if he kept spending money on her and stuff and taking her on trips she would you know eventually like be with him but then she saw that facebook message that she sent to her boyfriend saying i love you we'll work it out when i get home and then he got really jealous and he snapped that's was one theory i saw online that's a really good theory that's ex- I thought you came up with that. You should have claimed that. That was really good. But oh, that's smart. I didn't think of that one. You m- that theory might be right because of something that the best friend says. And I think the best friend was not trying to protect her. I don't. I just don't get that feeling because the best friend said she let him into her life, but she never let him into her heart. Yeah. And I thought I was going to finish the sentence, and I thought it was pants. Bed. Yeah. <laughs> and it was not pants. It was heart. But the friend did say it was never physical with them. She said it was never. She said that Robin had said it was never physical. So you might be right that he kept thinking if he took her on these elaborate things that finally, I mean, they're sharing a hotel room. Did he get her her own room? I don't know. I have a few questions about this trip. Yeah. So Meng starts to read um, Jose 
Gary's restraining orders. And Jose uses that unfortunate moment to take a tissue to blot his brow, which I know it's Aruba and it's probably very hot, but it's yeah. it's almost impossible to do that in an interview and not look guilty of something. True. And I speak from personal experience because I am a sweater. I have a sweating problem. And I always look guilty of something. I always am guilty of something. But it yeah. really shows when I'm sweating. So he says there's no proof that he threatened that girl that has the restraining order. Like, something would have come up about it if it was true. And mm-hmm. it's like, like the restraining order? Or you mean he would have killed her too? That would have come up? What are you talking about, Jose? He just says words like he's I do. He's very good at saying but words, But he's a though. lawyer. He, he says them in a very lawyery way. Yeah, he says he them in a very way like to make you feel dumb for asking the question. Right. But if you think about it too much, you go, that made no sense at all. Yeah. Jose, mm-hmm. stop doing that. I wonder if his family does that. His wife, Jose, stop lawyering me. No way, Jose. So Mank says he, oh, so he's really a pussycat. And Jose says, yeah, well, um, yeah, he's a very nice guy. I really think that. He's met him twice. He's met him twice, maybe (laughs) once. He met him 10 minutes before this interview. Yeah, I thought he was going to say, you know what? And if he's found guilty, at least he found a friend in me. (laughs) So. (laughs) This turns into Toy Story? Great. Yeah. So Jose says this more about Natalie Holloway and how her case was never solved. And they're making up for it with Gary. And now Mank goes into full-on vacay mode. He's walking along the beach with Dwayne and Yolanda with Mm -hmm. his khakis rolled up mid-calf, barefoot in the water. It's beautiful. It's Shoeless Mank. It's Shoeless Mank. This episode is so perfect for Manksgiving. I'm so grateful for this episode. I'm so hashtag grateful that Mank got to go on vacation eight years ago to Aruba. Me too. I hope he had fun. For work. Did he have a pina colada? Did he have six pina coladas? I hope he had 30. I hope so I hope he had fun. I hope he had a giant punch bowl of rum at the Rum Reef. So now Manky and Dwayne and Yolanda go back to the States. Mm -hmm. And they meet with, oh boy... Oh my gosh. Our fourth special guest star, Los Angeles Deputy Attorney John Lewin. You must recognize him by now. Yes. Thank God. Okay. He's been on Dateline so many times. I didn't recognize him by face, but I recognized him by name. You didn't recognize him by face? Not a bit, but I recognized him by name. You know he was just in The Black Widow of Lomita. He looks different to me every single time I see him. (laughs) Who are you? But I know the name. I, I got it that. down. That I'm doing good so on that. Happy. I have face blindness. I don't know what's happening <laughs> just, to me. Height blindness and face blindness. Just for him. Just for him. It's um, not. It's nothing against him. I'm sure he's a fine gentleman. But <laughs> So John Lewin, we all know him. We love him. Sometimes we love to hate him. But Sometimes we, we love to hate him. Yeah, but we always... I was just gonna say we always remember him but apparently i always remember him and um mandy on twitter thinks he's hot so there's that she's gonna love this episode yeah and now we find out he's part of the squad like what is crazy this is full-on illuminati like we're not gonna be able to join we're not nearly qualified enough we're not even qualified enough that i would could feel bad about it that i would even ponder to think that 
like how what hubris do I have to think that I would ever be asked to join this? No, you won't. Neither I will I. Myself. So the four of them are sitting around this I don't, like a darkened set of a TV police procedural. What was that? Are they in the NBC offices and did they stage it? I think I, they're in NBC and they staged it. I don't know. It or they're like in a, a room in the LAPD. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what it was. It looked like a set for something. No, it looked like it was staged. They lit it and staged it, but it's definitely just a room that they have because they were all real desks. Like it was clear. No, there was clutter. It was a room. It was a room in an office. So they had fun. But somebody, like, they had six PAs on that day because they were working. It was art department all over that place. So does the editing and the production. Like, the whole, the director, everything was, we're going to take this scene to the next level. So they're talking about the case. And then it goes to a lot of black and white quick zoom shots yeah fast pans over people dramatically talking and then flashes of light that would take up half the screen it Mm -hmm. was very uh la confidential very noir like it was the opening credits to a law and order episode what what number what episode number is this it's season 20 no but what episode in season 20 was it number one uh no is this a Sweeps Week episode? 13, episode 13. Is that Sweeps Week? Do you think that's why? I don't think they plan their releases that like that. I think they just like work on them, and then when they're ready, they put them out, I think. Does it seem like some extra production value went into this one? A little bit. It does. I'm not, so yeah. this might be... You might be onto something. I might be onto something. Okay. Yeah. So they're all talking, and... Also, Yolanda's hair looks amazing. I hope that doesn't negate how smart and wonderful I think she is at her job. It's fine. Okay. And Mank is now dressed up because it's business time. But he was still having fun with it. He has a blue jacket and a white and red striped shirt with a white collar. With a white collar, which is called something, but I can't say it on the podcast. Why? We'll call it the Wolf of Wall Street shirt because it's the white collar and the white cuffs on the like patterned or solid dark color shirt that's what who usually wears them Mm. mank can pull it off mank looks great but i was surprised to see him in one well he just got back from vacation and i keep saying vacation from a work business trip to aruba so he's still feeling a little i hope it was a little vacationy i hope so feeling hot 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 (laughs) (laughs) did he go under a stick at any point did he see how low can he go? How low can he go? Did you see Jan naked? Were there no. tiki? Did- <laughs> um, Jan was there in Jan- my room. <laughs> um, we're not talking about Mank anymore. Anymore, we're people. We're, we're talking not about Michael Scott. Anything happened with no, him? No, he doesn't. A we don't know if Jan Mank knows a Jan. We're talking, talking about, about the office now. Yeah. So. Dwayne and Yolanda think that the motivation was to collect the life insurance money. But Lewin thinks that it's too stupid of a murder for it to have been planned. That Mm -hmm. it wasn't planned. And he just happened to be able to kill her in a spot where he could hide her body. So then Dwayne brings up Chandra Levy um, and how it took 
them forever to find her body in a place that was a lot smaller than Aruba, just because woods, it's hard to find the body. And everyone's like, Wayne, Dwayne, we know you worked on Chandra Levy case. Um, oh, stop that. You let him have that. <laughs> I feel you like he brings that it up him. a lot. He brought it up he's one only brought time. It up once. And he did fine, and he time. also had, and it was a good point to make. It was, he it was a very that. good point to make. I love Dwayne, I'm just teasing him. Okay. So, finally, the DNA tests come in and show that Robin's blood was found on a towel and a rock at the beach. But Gary had said that she had cut her foot on a rock before they went in the water. So, right. he had a reason for that blood to be there. Um, and Dwayne cut his foot on the rock when he and Yolanda went there, apparently. So mm. it could be true that something like that happened. But so well, why are you snorkeling here? Yeah, exactly. It seemed very dangerous. But also, yeah, really, I don't understand. And now there's this whole unsolved case squad where that we've that we've just learned is um existed and that we were not invited to join. But they're being in they're being joined by Jose Baez. Which that is like, was crazy. We're not asked to join, even though, again, this took place eight years ago. We didn't even exist as a podcast yet. But Jose Baez gets to sit down with them. Okay. In the bullpen. In but the like, bullpen. It's more like a bull ring. Like, that was, it's like there coming in for the fire. There was a lot of testosterone in that office. But I know oh, Yolanda wow. can hold her own. Yes, she can. But I do did wonder if there's a lot of testosterone in that office and- and no could, one in that room liked Jose Baez. Not no. one person was on his team. It was no. four against one, is Mm-mm. all I'm going to say. Mm-mm. Doesn't Duke Cannon sound like he would be part of an unsolved case squad? Or is Duke Cannon more of a lone ranger? That's a really good question. Um, I think Duke Cannon is the everyman. Mm. Duke Cannon country, where kids leave Santa whiskey and steak. Beards deserve their own stocking. Stockings are hung with care and power tools, and eggnog is served spiked and without the egg or nog. This week, we're being sponsored by Duke Cannon Products. Subtle. You're welcome. They have great gifts for the men in your lives this holiday. They have an easy-to-buy gift guide for the hard-to-buy guy. They make many of their products rectangular, so if you're wrapping challenged, you can wrap them easily. I love that. Why is everything odd-shaped? I know. There's the big eh, lump of coal soap, which is hilarious. So if someone has been particularly naughty, you can give them that. And the funny thing is the slogan is just lift with your legs, not your back. (laughs) They're all made in the USA in the same factory that manufactured soap for GIs during the Korean War, which is pretty cool. All products are tested by active duty military, so you know they work. And 5% of net profits are donated to causes benefiting veterans and active duty military. That's awesome. Love that. Duke Cannon will not be waking up at 3 a.m. on Black Friday to purchase a $63 plasma TV made in Guam. Nor does he expect you to take a break from your Thanksgiving food fair to partake in a good deal. Instead, Duke Cannon wants to share the best deals with you right now. So everybody visit DukeCannon.com and use the promo code DATELINE for 15% off your entire order. That's DukeCannon.com, promo code DATELINE, 15% off your entire order right now. Free shipping with orders over $35. Also, all of their products are available at your local Target. But if you don't want to brave your local Target in the weeks leading up to Christmas, order online and use our code DATELINE. That's awesome. I'm going to get some stuff for my brother. He loves smelling good. 
Yeah, definitely do it. And they're really good prices, too. They have colognes that are two for 40. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Check them out, guys. They've got some really fun products that are really funny. I love it. Because we all love a good man scent. (laughs) Who doesn't love the scent of a good man's scent? So back to the way we think this interview room smelled. I think this interview room smells like, I don't know, I'm assuming Jose Bias wears something like Tom Ford. Yeah. What is a, what does Mank wear? What kind of, co- we should have asked him that. What kind of cologne does Mank wear? I don't recall a smell. I just feel like he, he smells of class. So they first establish between Jose and Lewin, they, these are the two that are matching off the most. Oh, yeah. Poor Dwayne and Yolanda just kind of are like, uh, what's happening here? I said SmackDown. I said yeah. Bias versus Lewin SmackDown. This yes. is, yeah. So they first established that Robin is dead. And Lewin is like, okay, at least we're on the same page. No one is arguing that she's still alive. And yeah. Bias is like, yeah, I don't think anyone has argued that. Wow. He just, in case they walked in with gloves, the gloves are now off. Yeah. It was like, Dang. Dang. Then they argue for a second about if there's evidence in the case, if it's circumstantial Mm -hmm. evidence. And Lewin says, you keep leaving out the most important part of this case. And Jose Baez says that there's no murder. And man, he's quick. Then Lewin laughs like, like, but his eyes are like going to kill him. His eyes are like. There's another point that he's going to kill him too. There's two points. But he's laughing. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Um, and then it's coming. Lewin says, well, if she drowned, where's her body? Where's the body? Where's the body? <laughs> I was hoping that for Thanksgiving, you would give the people a Nancy Grace. Top mom. <laughs> so, and Baez is like, well, if you keep interrupting me, and they're both laughing, like, I'm not stressed. <laughs> this passive aggressive laughter, but they're not upset. I'm not upset. Haha. <laughs> I'm not getting ready to punch this guy. They're literally like pulling their collars. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're getting real hot. I'm not upset. I'm not upset pulling the shirt. I'm cool. Chill. It's fine. And Baez says that Gary was really rich. He didn't need the money. But he still does not explain why a rich businessman filed a one and a half million dollar life insurance policy on his young friend who is in her 30s. This is what drove me crazy. At this point, it's still not explained. And I was like, they are not seriously dating. They're not married. They're not life partners. They're not business associates. They don't own any property together. They don't have a child together. So why would you have life insurance policy on your friend? Drove well, he me doesn't have a life insurance policy. Insane. Then we find out more later. Finally. Yes. Okay. But still, I was like, this is the shadiest thing I've ever heard of. Right. Drove me yes. crazy. So yeah. Bias says, you couldn't take this to court. And Lewin's like, I could take it to court and I would win. But then Mank says, well, in Aruba, the judge ordered that basically they didn't have enough to hold him anymore. And they finally have to release him. And so a noticeably thinner... Was that shade? Gary is released <laughs> from jail. Uh, you know who else was re- released from jail or actually just lost a lot of weight in jail is George from 90 Day Fiance and Fisa's. Uh, Why was he in jail? Oh, fraud. For no, for many, many dozens and hundreds of pounds of marijuana. So much marijuana. Why can't, isn't he's it legal? A, he's a 
dealer and he was doing distributing and doing shady stuff and lots of things. Got it. But worse, like more shady stuff. And he had in his possession like over way over a certain amount. Like we're talking like truckloads. I understand. Like he was a, a kingpin or a mini yes. kingpin. Yes. So Gary is released from prison in Aruba. He flies mm. back to the U.S. and straight into an interview with Dateline. And his very strange hair. Didn't his hair look a little strange? Does he not look a lot like Greg Brady? Like a lot like Greg Brady. A lot. I didn't... Enough that I saw it from the beginning and then I really saw it in the interview. There was something about him that had a very Greg Brady Interesting. Grown up Greg Brady. Interesting. I can't remember his name. Barry Williams. There we go. Barry. A very Barry Christmas. Did Barry Williams come out with a Christmas album? Mm. Because maybe he should. (laughs) He definitely should. But you know who really should is their band, the Brady Bunch, when they sang their songs. Come on, get happy. That's the Partridge family. But you're thinking, when it's time to (laughs) To change, change, then it's it's time time to to change. Don't bite the time, come along for the ride, don't you see? (laughs) (laughs) What else did they sing? I have a soundtrack. Sunshiny day. Yeah, it's sunshine day. Mm -hmm. Everybody's laughing, sunshine day. Um, So Gary, okay, goes on Dateline. Uh, Right off, he and Mankey are not off to a good start. Like, no. right away. Mankey and they asks, tell us. Yeah, and poor Mankey, he's just had to sit through the smackdown of the century between yeah. Baez and Lewin. And now he has yeah. to go to, with this cranky puss guy who's been flying for three days and he hasn't slept. And he might also be a murderer and a woman abuser. And it's just very unhappy. But his clothes are changed. His clothes are changed. It's a different day, I'm hoping. I'm hoping Mank did not have to do this all in a 24-hour period, that he had like a couple-day break between Oh, no, I'm sure Mank got a day in between. And, okay. Yes. I just yeah. meant in this episode working, he got this beautiful workcation to Aruba, but then he also now has had to deal with all these people screaming at each other. And, and I'm sorry, is Bias sitting next to yes, Gary he is. in the interview? Yes, so he is. So how much did they have to pay to keep Bias in L.A.? For like five days. And where did Baez insist? Was he like at the W? I'm trying to figure out like how much it would cost. Like, because NBC has to foot the cost, right? To fly the interview person there. Because uh, Baez isn't coming on his own. He's uh, a lawyer. Baez acted like he wa- he wanted to come and sit down with the squad to talk, I feel that's so how they made it charging, sound. Is he charging Gary these hours? <laughs> because he's doing possible. it on behalf of Gary? Also, Bias, I just think, really likes to be on TV. Really so good point. You're totally he, right. So he puts himself up at the Four Seasons and just calls it a day. He's sure. like, I'll take my usual suite. This is uh, Jose Bias. Yeah, I think if he's was represent like, I mean, this was 2011, so he'd only done Casey Anthony at this point, but he's still making money, and I'm sure he's in LA all the time for his book and stuff like that. But he you might see even what I have a place out here. I don't know. You see what my thinking is. I'm worried about Dateline having no, to ex- don't worry like, about Dateline. Having to They're put not this gonna, money no. towards this creep. Okay, no. all right. So, and if, lest we forget from um, Pam Hup, what's up with Pam? The podcast where Keith says. Dateline doesn't pay for interviews. It's just not something we do. 
Oh, that's true. But I'm sure they pay to put someone up who's they, flying yes. in from out of town. Yes. They help you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, and I'm sure Jose probably would not like the place they would originally put them up and then wants to put him be put up somewhere else fancier. I just really don't like him. Why am I so negative about Jose Baez? I mean, I know serious? he represented Casey Anthony, but I that's do not why. like that dude. Well, he also comes, the way that he talks to Mank is like Mank is dumb. Yeah. You're having a natural reaction because we like Mank a lot. Yeah. And so when someone is talking to him, like, your questions are beneath me and stupid, which is yeah. part of his power game. He's yeah. a power guy. It's all, that room was crazy because it's all about power. Exactly. It's all about, like, one-upping. And Jose Baez walks into a room with four people that he knows thinks he's full of poop. I think the most powerful person in that room was Yolanda because she didn't feel the need to say anything. Yeah. That makes her the baddest ass of them all. I wish she had said something, though. I would have liked to have seen what I would have liked to have seen Dwayne talk a little more in that, too. Well, would they cut out a lot? I'm sure they talked for longer. I would like the director's cut of, yeah, that, I would too. of that SmackDown. The other thing that bothers me about Jose is that now I know that he is voluntarily work for Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. I'm yeah. not saying like, We've all bashed on defense attorneys a lot, but obviously everyone deserves to have a defense attorney in this country. But And sometimes defense attorneys are just assigned to someone and they don't know if they're guilty or innocent. They have to do their job to the best of their ability. But Correct. he is at the point where he is voluntarily taking cases to to defend right. these people. So, so why in the uh, – and Harvey Weinstein, I don't think it's a secret or arguable no. that he's a pig. No. So we're we're clear on that. He, yeah willingly took a case of a man who's despicable yeah so Mankey asks uh gary what happened to robin and aruba and gary can't even say like she drowned there was oh an accident gosh. like this is the first question and he gary goes ask me specific questions and i'm happy to answer those and i want to like, punch gary in his face excuse if you talk to mank like that one more time gary you're out i'm done we're There's done gonna be Two hits here. Me hitting you, you hitting the floor, Gary. <laughs> yes. But they say, they tell us, like, straight up front, he's combative. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's, like, toddler combative. That no. annoys me. That, like, mm -hmm. right away, it's like, I'm annoyed by question number one. What am I doing here? I didn't like the you way you were asking to come it. On. It wasn't, yeah. it, it's like, it wasn't a specific enough question. Sorry, what happened to her on the beach when you were snorkeling? Tell me the timeline, like, Gary, you yeah, dumb dumb. What happened implies what big thing happened, why she didn't come home with you. Also, Jose Baez is not that great of an attorney because he should know that image is everything. And he should say, you need to come into this interview with a cool head. Stay mm -hmm. cool. Be calm. Do mm -hmm. not be defensive mm -hmm. because it makes you look so much more guilty and like a bleep hole and yep. guilty by yep. doing this. So mm -hmm. sorry, I'm mm -hmm. all hot now. He put Casey hot. Anthony in those prim and proper little collared shirts to make her look all innocent. Stupid so, pink ruffled shirt. Looks yeah. like a dumb waiter that died that walked. <laughs> her white shirt with a red pair of shorts <laughs> turn so, it pink so he says he had okay so then they, this one they say he was a combative and he was exhausted and he hasn't slept for three days um and then they did you notice this really weird close-up shot of Mank's head that was different i haven't seen that before it's like he new was guy? talking right to us new guy yeah it must <laughs> jake I've just never seen jake 
just was trying something out new. He put his hand in the Zoom, and, he, and then he also. There, why are you mad at this? Because this is a no, talking head, it. which he is was, what you wanted. But it's it's straight into the camera. Like usually yeah. they shoot it like Andrea oh. or Josh is talking at the person. It's from an angle, you know, because they're talking to the person they're interviewing. This looks like he was talking into the camera. So do they have the camera between Baez and and Gary? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. But then usually it's like a wider shot if he's talking straight on. I don't know. It's just funny to me. So and it was just one of those shots and that was it. So he says, well, why did you go to that beach when there are so many beaches closer by? He says another couple recommended it. And he's very calm for this question. And then he says, well, why did you go to that rocky beach next to that beautiful beach? He gets a little Mm -hmm. less calm and he goes, well, that's your opinion. Okay. Calm down. Calm and down, then, Mickey. And then Mink says, why did you go somewhere so secluded? And then he goes, it wasn't secluded. There were people. There We saw people. There was a hundred yards away. There was a scuba shop a hundred yards away. How is that secluded? And he's starting to shout. His eyes are getting so big, like bugging yeah. out a little bit. And he's shard and he's waving his head back and forth, like shaking it a little. And I'm like, this is he's ready to implode. I'm going to give you a hot tip, Gary. Don't do this interview after you haven't slept for three days. This no. is not a great idea. It's not and a good look on anyone. After being in prison for three months. This yeah. is not good. No. Why did he have to know? Now, Mank says, well, if there if it was not. If it wasn't secluded and there were so many people around, why couldn't police find a single witness who saw you two in the water? And he goes, well, you'll have to ask them that. I know that we've had interviews like this before, but I can't think of any this bad. my favorite. I can't think of any this bad. It's so bad. Hey, I'm like, if I, it'd be like, if I was like, Oh my God, this lady in front of me at the grocery store, she was being so rude to the teller. And you were like, well, what did she say? And I'd be like, you have to ask her that, Katie. (laughs) I couldn't hear her. She was in front of me. Do I have ears at the front of my head? What am I supposed to be? On the side, like a normal person. Supersonic hearing? Like an owl? Also, it happened two years ago, and I'm just telling you about it today, okay? So I don't remember. That wasn't the point of the story. Why didn't you ask me about it when it first happened? I'm going to start doing that to you to throw you off your game. I'm going to keep you on your toes. It's actually, now that I'm saying it, it reminds me of when um, uh, Billy Eichner was on Parks and Rec. (laughs) He would just scream everything for no reason. That was really good. (laughs) I loved him. That was really funny. So... Then, okay, so he says, well, what was in the cup? And this is when he says the juice thing. Okay, he's like, Manx, like, you're at a bar, a restaurant with a bar, and you're having lunch, and you go out to get a cigarette, and you bring your cup with you, and then you go to your car and fill it up with juice from your car, which is like, in the hot car that's sitting in the sun, do you have juice? The yeah. alcohol thing makes much more sense if he was trying to, like, sneak alcohol, but it makes much more sense to me that he was putting something in there. Yes, it does. Now he goes, he's like, did you put something in her drink? Absolutely not. Is that why you went out to your car? Absolutely, absolutely not. not. And then he's like, well, didn't you think, you know, are you sure you didn't put anything in your drink? I said absolutely not. Could I be any more clear? 
I don't know how I can be more clear. And at no point does Jose Baez go, whoa, whoa, calm down, buddy. Maybe he did. Just put his hand on his leg or something and squeeze it. Like, they have a signal. They should have a signal. Like, I'm going to squeeze your shoulder. Kimberly, they just met (laughs) 10 minutes before. How are they going to have a signal? He didn't know that Gary was going to come in so hot. Yeah, he's like, oh, why? Why have I done this? this uh, i'm gonna sign up for harvey weinstein next it'll have to be better than this so <laughs> gary says she went swimming that whole trip and that she wasn't worried about her hair because she was gonna get her hair redone when she got back which is weird because the friend said she had just gotten her hair done for like thousands of dollars we don't mm-hmm. know who to believe and then now he's saying that he had his tennis shoes on when he was snorkeling and that when he was swimming, his shoes were getting very heavy. Wait, did he say he had his tennis shoes on? I thought he just, I just heard my shoes were getting heavy. I'm assuming he meant water shoes. But then, so. So that makes even less sense for him to put on his tennis shoes. Why tennis wouldn't you shoes, just run if you over in your shoes water on, shoes? Why wouldn't you run looking for her in water shoes? If someone's drowning, you need to go find someone. So was he just wearing his tennis shoes when he was snorkeling? Because n- According to witnesses, they didn't seem to be prepared for snorkeling at all. Like she because had her drunk. She had her makeup done and her ha- like tons of makeup on and her hair done. Like witnesses, you read this after? Yes, that she did not look like she was gonna go snorkeling after this. But again, we don't know. Witnesses see different things. Isn't snorkeling sometimes where you just stick your head in the water? Yeah, but the, you would have to like rent the equipment, the snorkel and stuff. But you would maybe I would think you would take your shoes off. But if it was really rocky and you were like. I don't know. On Seinfeld, George says his dad wears his sneakers in the pool. <laughs> like, oh, I don't always. know about this. <laughs> He's like, my dad wears his sneakers in the pool. Sneakers, Jerry. And um, so I think some people might, like, that's really but weird socks, to me. socks, too? But so- not Bombas socks. They are good socks. You don't want to ruin not. them. You don't. You dare wear Bombas socks in the pool. But I'm wait a minute. I'm so confused about the- this. I mean, I know it was jagged with the rocks. Again, go to the nice beach that's right there. You have to be that secluded so that there you're willing be- to cut your feet up. There must be tide pools or something right there that make it worth snorkeling because, like, there's sea anemones or something that gets, like, trapped right there that you right. that you want to see. But then... Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand the ten- uh, the socks in the water. They're drunk. This again goes with my theory, right? But n- number two, water socks like water shoes are hands down the like dorkiest looking things. <laughs> so dorkier the- than wearing your white tennies while you're snorkeling. I think so. No, I think that what water socks dorkier? make everyone look crazy i don't know what it is about those shoes but if you ever notice that everyone's legs look like turkey legs like it makes like it just they look wacky do you know what i'm talking about yes, they're they're an unflattering bit of attire oh, you know what i just realized you know when hmm. you if you have ever fallen in the pool or jumped in the pool with your shoes on have you ever mm-hmm. done that and then you walk out after your feet are heavy with all that water oh, they go squish squish squish. squish squish so maybe that's why he's walking so funny and so slowly on the video but did we see squish squish on the ground no i don't recall seeing water spots but maybe the squish squish had stopped by the time he got to the restaurant how far it, are they from the restaurant at least 100 yards no because that's the surf shop so where's the restaurant 200 yards and why is the restaurant closed in the afternoon 
I don't understand. Uh, was it closed because he was banging on those doors? Like, how, and yes, just that's what he was away. saying. Because he says in this interview, I was shocked that no one is around. Yeah, to help me. Yeah. Is he at the is he at the surf shop or is he at the restaurant? Because why wouldn't you just walk to the surf shop first and be like, help? Right. Maybe that was the surf shop. So I assume maybe the, the surf shop was shop more was like closed. a snack, a shack, a snack, snack shack. A snack shack? No, yeah. I don't think they sell snacks at the surf shop. I think they sell scuba gear. Yeah, Samples. I thought it was like a shack, though, like a hut, more like a hut. But maybe it is more like a big shop. I have like questions. Built out okay. of cement. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. So then he's so he says he was struggling to get back to shore, and when he finally did, she was gone. He couldn't see her anymore. Then they go to the non-frantic surveillance footage, and mm-hmm. Mank is asking him about that, and he says, "Well, I was frantic. It's just hard to pick up on a tape. I was scared. I was exhausted, and I was shocked." And Mank's like, "Okay, so that that's you looking exhausted, scared, and shocked." And he's like, yes. Also, you don't know me. <laughs> also, I was drunk. I couldn't believe that you don't know me. Honestly, honestly, I, I wanted Mank to go, okay, that's fair. I don't know you. But in the past two minutes of this interview, you've been more frantic than you were on that video. So, Oh, for real. Wait, I want to go back really quick to them. You showed being- you can have that emotion. Exactly. I want to go back to them being in the water really quick because he says he tapped her leg to tell her to come into shore, right? Yeah, that was the yeah. big thing. At no point you turned around to make sure she was following you back to shore. He That's the shocking his part. His feet couldn't touch the ground, Katie. He was scared and exhausted. So you and can't turn your head? He you was big being baby? dragged under. He was clearly not a like women and children first. Let me help put, let me help the person I'm with. Like, get, let me help my friend. He was definitely more concerned with getting himself to shore. And he didn't go back out to see if he could find her after he came into shore? No, he just ran looking for help. No, I'm sorry. He waddled looking for help. He walked nonchalantly. Yeah. He sauntered looking for help instead of going back into the water looking for her. Yeah. Gary. Why wouldn't you go to that beach that's right next door and get a somebody there? Help yeah, go there. to Baby Beach. Was there a lifeguard at that Baby Beach? Get them to help you, maybe? No, they don't want lifeguards at Baby Beach. Oh, because they're bound chicka bound bound. Yeah, so go interrupt some coital and get some people, <laughs> get some help. So this is now we get to the insurance. Mank is asking about the insurance, and he says he took out travel insurance. There for we go. him and Robin. And I was like, oh, there we go. Yeah. He says it was Robin's idea for him to be the sole beneficiary of his policy. Interestingly enough, his mother was the beneficiary of his policy. Mm. Yeah, it's not like he put Robin as his or anything. Oh, good old mommy. Yeah. He doesn't want the money now. He says it's dirty money. But again, not because Robin's dead and that would bring back sad memories, but because he was put in prison for four months and it stole four months of his life. So that taints the money for him. But surprise, surprise, he doesn't feel like that anymore. Because a year after this, he sued the company for $3.5 million. Stop your mouth. He sued, what? He sued the company for $3.5 million. 
because he they sued the insurance company because they wouldn't give him the money when he wanted to cash out on that policy. Yeah. So I is, guess it's is not Jose so Baez doing dirty it? anymore. No, he had a different lawyer at this time helping him with this. Um, and the company sued him back because they said that he took out the policy. He said it wasn't – the policy isn't legally enforceable because they weren't married or otherwise related. Exactly what I said. They weren't business partners and they didn't own property together. Wow. Sometimes I'm smarter than I think I am. Yeah, that was smart. It accuses him of lying on the insurance forms because he identified um, Robin as his partner on the forms when the two actually were just like casually dating or being friends or whatever. And they said for their policies, you have to have an economic interest in that person. Where if they're passing away, will have some impact on your business or something. So also another side thing was he was charged with indecent exposure in 2012 because he was having sex with a woman in a parked car. <laughs> but the charges were dropped. Wow. So a year later, a year after this happened, this, he was charged with this, In the year following this dateline coming out, he no longer feels that that is dirty money and he wants more than twice that amount. He wants three and a half million dollars from the company. And he, I'm sure, says it's like legal fees and stuff that have resolved for and business that he's lost because he was charged with this. And it's he also wrote a book that he self-published <gasps> um, that he's hoping will clear his name. But his family. What's it called? I couldn't find the title. If I did it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so now he and Jose. Oh, being best friends. It's a buddy. It's a buddy comedy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so now, and now he's choking up in the interview with Mank, and he's saying how the prison time was the hardest on him because he thought he'd never see his kids again. Did you buy those tears or no? Well, he is actually crying. Yeah. But I think he's just exhausted. Yeah. And he like takes a minute to get it going. He like punkers down and then comes up and his eyes are all red and he's crying and i was like what is that what is it what are those tears also he seems like the kind of guy that would absolutely say stop the camera or i don't want to get emotional we we need to stop this i'm getting emotional mm. and instead he like goes right through because now he's he realizes he's being a dirtbag and needs to garner sympathy and it's not gonna happen you know what's easier than garnering sympathy is just not being an a-hole in the first place gary. yeah i think that's probably like, what we should go with gary come so on then how oh does it you end? know what the book is called what the aruba files i was just gonna say is the something redemption with aruba? of gary v giordano the it has one and a half stars on amazon 25 reviews 1895 I think that I should write a book called Robin's Revenge. There, thank you. About how she came back to haunt him. Yes, please. Thank you. Um, oh, and then he tells Meg he's never harmed anyone in his life. Not Robin or anyone else. What about those two girls? Different girls huh? with the restraining orders. What about huh? your wife who said you're abusive? Um, the Okay, so then there were a couple of other side things that I found out. Do you mind yes, if I read them? So I want to know. There's a fisherman who claims that he saw the pair and they never went into the ocean. And they drove off together. Um, oh, 
a new woman came forward who said that after, okay, so he telephoned this girl, um, this woman, claiming to be a producer, and he said he saw photos of her daughter, her 18-year-old daughter, on the internet and wanted to take her to Aruba for a swimwear photo shoot. <gasps> and the, no. Yes. And he made the offer sound so wonderful and it would be great money and a great experience for her. And she got very uncomfortable and said, no, I won't let you take my daughter to Aruba. Thank and God. He flipped out on her which is in a very similar way to how he flipped out on Robin when she said she wouldn't go on that cruise. He said he could make her disappear and that no one would ever look for her. Yeah. Um, then, wow. Yeah. Another eyewitness at the restaurant said that Robin seemed woozy and she wouldn't touch her salad in the bar. Um, so I thought that, but again, witnesses say you don't know what to believe. But a couple people said that they thought she was wearing, like, too much makeup and having her hair done to be going snorkeling. And then this one witness says, or se actually several eyewitnesses said that she seemed woozy at the lunch. And she didn't Drunk. eat anything. Or drugged. something drugged. We don't know. Um, yeah. It's, it's a weird case. It's not a weird case. It's very clear. It's very circumstantial, though. It is. Oh, and a lot of it does seem to be based on Natalie Holloway. But oh, man. if I were Robin's family, I would want him to be arrested. Absolutely. Because the circumstances. But for me, a huge part of the circumstances was the life insurance until I found out it wasn't life insurance and that it was travel insurance. And he said he had gotten this travel insurance a lot of times before. He also right. said this particular kind of travel insurance wouldn't let him exclude Robin. So he had to include her, but he had done it before whenever he'd gone on vacation. I don't know. That's really weird. It's the whole thing. That really also weird. seems very easy to disprove. Did, was that disproven? I don't know. Huh. Okay. He said he just did it online. Like it was no big deal. I mean, I think it is a good idea, I guess, to have travel insurance. Like if you have children or whatever, but I... He it's did weird. have children. I thought travel insurance right. was like in case your flight got canceled or something. I'm oh, you an idiot. That. No, but I mean, I know that like when you go to Mexico, you're supposed to get that special insurance. Mm. Like it's mm -hmm. car insurance that but is like for, for one and a half million dollars. Yeah, that's a little excessive. But he's worth one and a half million dollars. His house is worth one and a half million dollars. Right. So who knows how much his net worth is? Right. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, B-roll bonanza. Yeah, underwater camera. So much under bobbing <laughs> up and down. Yeah, I was getting a little seasick. It was, it was but it was kind of peaceful too. I like, liked it. I felt like I was bobbing in the water. Um, so much B-roll of tourists having fun, walking on the beach, yep. horseback riding, and yep. then at one point there's like really heavy island music vibes going on. Eat it hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Oh, they show a picture of Robin and then it turns into waves. Like it's Aww. being developed in a picture. It was kind of dark. Yeah, it's very She was very pretty, symbolic. by the way. She was super pretty. Yolanda's B-roll is her walking in the the brush like a jungle woman. And then she's barefoot for some reason. And then she bends down like she's going, like picking up a, a weed that's a clue. 
it was very CSI. Like she sees something and she picks it up. She starts digging at things because she spotted a clue out there in the jungle. I did not see that. It was pretty But you awesome. are very focused on Yolanda. I loved her. She got her own B-roll and she bends down and picks up a clue <laughs> or a weed or a flower. She's like an Evans whisperer. There was a quote that I did not enjoy. What? Warm as bathwater seas. You didn't like it the time we had it before. We've had it before. We have? We have. We've had warm as bathwater. It grosses me out. It reminds yeah. me of lukewarm bathwater. Yeah, because you don't like baths. Ugh. Also, because it's like, especially if it's not that hot, it's not going to kill any of those germs. I have never been to a place with water like that until we maybe go to our secrets adventure. <laughs> but I really want to see water like that. I'm sure it's nice. So, uh, fashion police? No, you did it all. I did it all? Wayne, you did all Manx outfits. Wayne was wearing a suit that was too large for him. Has he lost a lot of weight recently? Dwayne, Dwayne? sorry. Yeah. Mm. Dwayne, um, Dwayne's also wearing a hot pink shirt in Aruba. Loved the hot pink. He amped the pink. He took Manx pink and ramped it up a notch. Gorgeous. And I was like, there we go. Pink. It was bright on oh, my Loved TV. it. Oh, I loved it. It was good times. I did not notice the suit. Sorry. Do you think Brant's unhappy being on Dateline are now associated with murder? Do you think Aruba is now tainted forever? Yeah, I think we've got rum, Aruba, snorkeling, hair extensions. $1,000 hair extension. If any of our listeners out there get hair extensions. $3,000 hair extensions. Professional hair extensions. How much do they charge? How much are you paying? And you can private message. This doesn't have to be public. Just... Let us yeah. know. We're not shaming anyone who does. I didn't have any titles. I'm sure you did. Oh, not that good. I've been off my title game lately. I'm sorry. Let me see. I kept thinking of Joan Baez whenever they were saying Jose, Jose Baez. Baez. I kept thinking Diamonds and Rust. I don't know. If anyone knows that song. There we go. I do not. Okay. Um, Underwater in Aruba. Mm-hmm. L- a literal title. A literal title. He's underwater and... She's apparently, but she's not. Um, and then how about dueling lawyers, colon, counseling session? Or counsel in session. Oh, uh-huh. Because they're counsel, uh-huh. so they're, and they're arguing with each other. I thought it was cute. It was a play on words. They needed some counseling. Some better help counseling. Yes, they did. Okay, Giordano, I'm pretty sure you did it. <laughs> That was it. Yeah. <laughs> it seems about right. It's not that good. Okay. How about Katie recognized Lewin? No, the name. Oh, just the name. Just the just Manx- by name. Manxcation. Manxcation was my first one. But Manxcation, I all I ever wanted. Manxcation, Manxcation had to, to get, get away. away. Manxcation, Manxcation look at his fancy shirts. <laughs> Um, how do you feel about roommates slash hairdresser? I, I would not want to live with them, but it's good for them if they because got they along. became friends because she gets her hair done so often. Yeah, I don't enjoy talking to people in those kind of situations. I feel very stressed trying to make conversation. It's in- why I do my own hair because <laughs> I just don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to hear what I have to say. I would um, be the worst in that sort of 
if I was like an Uber driver, I'd be like the kind that you thought was going to murder oh, you because yeah. I wouldn't talk to the person in the backseat because I'd be so uncomfortable. Or like if I was a hairdresser, you'd think I was having the worst day because I wouldn't be asking you how your day was or where are you going with this fancy new haircut? Like I wouldn't be asking. I wouldn't engage because I just don't want to. But I like that when people don't feel the need to talk. Like I like it when in the very few instances when I get my nails done and they don't talk to me, it makes me really happy because yeah. I can just like zone out and think yeah. about something else. But then if I have, feel like I have to make conversation, I'm like, oh my goodness. Well, now that it's um, going to be Whamageddon on the 1st, we've been, it starts December 1st. So we are advising everyone in all situations out in society, put your earbuds in. Yeah, and do not go to Target to buy Duke Cannon products. Buy online. With our buy code. online because you don't want to get whammed if you do You're go gonna get to get your Target. nails done. Yeah. Be rude. Put in those earbuds. Save yourselves. You might look like an a-hole, but at least you'll win Whamageddon. And isn't that what it's really all about? That's what the season is about. I'm going to save Winning. you this year. This year, I'm going to save you. Okay. I couldn't save you last year. No, but I can't. Last year, year, I saved myself. First year, I'll you couldn't ready. save me. Oh, this past right. year, I won because I was my own hero. Girls, be your own hero. <laughs> there you go. Oh. And don't go to Aruba with don't the guy go to who Aruba. And I'm wondering W H word. But now that you're telling me that thing about the the modeling girl, that's curious to me because they did say earlier in the episode that she had considered doing some modeling. Mm-hmm. I did wonder- he make promises to her? What is his business exactly? I don't, I don't recall. It's not like imports exports, but no, it's some it was sort of like random, trading, like trading people. Like I'm a businessman. What does that mean? A, we don't know. He had hmm. a house, a big scary house, probably with like a weird room. <gasps> that house has got a weird room. Oh God, I'm scared. You're totally right. Sorry, yes, but it does. You're totally yeah. right. It has a sex dungeon that Dennis is going to have to go to because they always send Dennis. Leave Dennis alone. <laughs> And this has been through enough. Send Keith to the dungeon. He can handle it. He can handle it. Come on. Oh, I would not. I don't want to see. I don't want to see any of them in that situation. No. Um, Lester. Yeah, Lester is in a band. He can hang. He can ha- He can go and be cool about it. You know what? Let us know what's going on. He then- can hang. Hang with Jesus. He hung out for you. Oh, my God. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this This special Thanksgiving episode. This was our weirdest episode episode. ever, I swear to God. This was disjointed. I felt like I wasn't making sense the whole time. So if you made it through, we're thankful for you. You made it through, and I hope you guys are having a fantastic Thanksgiving. Enjoy yourself. And if you get to be with your family, enjoy them. And if you're just by yourself, enjoy your me time. Bye, guys. Hold on. Stop. Don't watch alone. I was hoping we could have forgotten about that. We're definitely not forgetting about that. Go for it. Don't watch alone. Watch on Manxcation. Yeah, because we all deserve it. Treat yourself. Bye, everybody. Bye.